0: Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women where we explore the awakening path and we aim to do that in a very vulnerable, open, honest, real, deep sort of a way. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, founder of Rewilding. I love this episode. I love this topic. I love the archetypes associated with it. I love the work around it. I love this episode. Um, It's all around reclamation of deeper, darker sexual expressions. Kind of the stuff that sits in the shadows. Kind of the stuff that's in the unconscious realms. Some of the stuff that we hold a lot of shame around, some of the stuff that we hold guilt or embarrassment or fear around, but I love the way that we approached it. So this was a co-creation and it was a really beautiful co-creation. It happened in our Facebook group as a Facebook live, which you are more than welcome to join us on. So facebook lives are the full episode so if you're ever interested or if this ever feels like oh where where's the other part of this or where's the practice that you mentioned in this episode it happens on the lives so the lives are the full portion of this exploration and then the podcasts we We pull a portion of those explorations, but you are so welcome to join us in the Facebook group. It's just search for Rewilding for Women on Facebook. Look for the group with about 47,000 members, and that's us. So back to this episode and preparation for this episode. Preparation before going in (laughs) would be just to be open, just to put yourself in that non-judgmental space, that vulnerable space that um, yeah, that curiosity space of what's here? what what might I find in this exploration if I was to walk into the basement of my being? what might I find behind door number one, door number two, door number three? Um, so if you can go into it with a curiosity and a non-judgmental space and and compassion, uh, it will be a very different experience. So I just invite you to step into that within self as you walk into this episode. Before we get started, I also want to just give a shout out to our sponsors. And our sponsor is every single man or woman who has ever done any kind of rewilding with us so anyone who's ever done an online workshop online retreat online program an in-person program a mystery school a men and women's workshop it's you who has made this possible. It's you who makes these podcasts possible. It's you who makes the live circles that happen in our Facebook group possible. It's really you. You are our sponsors. You are the heart of all of this. And if it weren't for you, we wouldn't be able to share this much and give this much. Speaking of programs, the one program that I mentioned in the live that supports this work the most would be our online sexual healing and awakening retreat. So that goes into experientially exactly what it is that we explore in this particular episode together. So if that's singing to you to journey into these realms within self, there's a $50 off coupon code. It's social 50. 50. So just social 50. And if you go to our website, go to online programs, you'll see um, sexual healing and awakening that retreat. It's a big, intense program. It's a beautiful program. It's a deep dive. Um, That coupon code is only good until June 1st of 2020. So if you're listening to this episode a little bit later, it'll probably be expired, expired by then. But Um, If you're listening as this show gets released, uh, you get to hop in on that discount code. All right. So without further ado, I will send you love and lots of grace and lots of um, light shining into the dark capacities (laughs) for this exploration. All right. Enjoy. It is not easy reclaiming the fullness of our sexuality. It is not an easy feat, and it's not easy for a lot of reasons. One reason is that we live in a world where sexuality is so tarnished, where it is so distorted, it is so manipulated, it has become such a power thing, such a symbol of power. is rarely expressed in a divine, sacred, love, heart-connected way. Rarely is sexual expression portrayed that way. Rarely do two people even have the capacity to express it that way in their own intimate spaces. And I'm sharing that and I'm really open to us all sharing our feels of the collective. And so I don't want this to just feel or sound like, Oh, this is Sabrina's opinion that, you know, sexuality in our society is really gross, but I'm totally open to anyone here on the live or watching later on the replay to sharing. And this is kind of sharing with each other. Like, What does collective sexuality feel like for you? So when you feel into collective sexuality or you look at how sex is portrayed in movies, on television, um, in the public, you know, kind of like common parlance, how we talk about it, how we use it in commercials or we use it in advertising. I just want us to get really real about the energetics that we're living in. Um, Laura Jane is deemed as taboo, especially in the UK. So there's still a lot of we where sex is taboo, um, aspects of sex is taboo, or even speaking about sex is taboo. So I, I love that. Um, Gemma, it feels disconnected. Chrissy, broken. Um, usury. I love that word. Um, It seems very masculine. Candace, dangerous, hidden, secret, wrong. And I think that we've come a long ways. So I also don't want to deny, plastic and superficial, love that Rebecca. Um, Oppressed, oppressed female energy. It feels dirty, painful, fake, shame-filled, very one-sided. It feels much more surface level, um, dark, heavy, off, inauthentic. Fuck, I love you women, and I love (laughs) manipulative, um, like a madhouse. I love when we can share like this. It's all about manipulation, Um, toxic distortment. We are told to embrace it and hate ourselves for it. Okay for men, negative for women, unwelcome. Love these and I love the weaving. I love that we can all bring our different words and can you feel how much more has opened up in our circle because of this conversation? Like I can't bring it through my filter in the way that we can all share and bring it through in this way. This is part of that magic weaving and so I'm super grateful for for this conversation weaponized extremes over sexualized taboo hidden like you have to play a game a power play um used and abused abusive thank you all for that that's beautiful so if if when we feel into the collective or aspects of the collective or maybe just overall collective i know I'm not saying that we do not have beautiful sex lives. I'm not saying that there is not beautiful expression of sexuality in our world. I'm not saying that there aren't pockets or there aren't societies or there aren't cultures that have just highly divinized, sacred sexuality, full expressions of sexuality, completely heart aligned, heart linked, soul aligned sexual expressions. I'm not at all saying that but what i want us to just really honor and own and and take a step back from is predominantly the culture, the overculture, the collective psyche is what we've just shared is a conglomeration of what we've just shared those those words and Talking about it like that, or approaching this subject from that place kind of allows us to go, no wonder, no wonder why we have to work so hard, or we have to do things, or we have to go outside of our family system to find, to explore to open to more authentic sexual expression. It's no wonder we have to work at it. It's no wonder. It, it, you know, and so it kind of gives us this perspective of, fuck, there's nothing wrong with me, right? And I, I want us all to really own that, is that there's nothing wrong with your sexuality. Where it's at in this moment, there is nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. It is also a part of our soul's journey. It is a part of humanity's journey. It is a part of the whole of the collective's journey. It is a part of your unique journey. Wherever it is that you're at on the reclamation or the expression of your sexual illness, it is not other than your spiritual journey. It is a part of your spiritual journey. And so honoring and owning the perfection of it like the perfection of where it's at the perfection that far out i've got some shame here or i've got trauma i i have trauma or um i know that i'm expressing maybe 20 of of my my full capacity of sexual expression Uh, however that feels for us. And so here's another question. This is another share and this is us getting vulnerable and um, being okay to be vulnerable. I would love for us to do just a moment of like self-reflection. So if we are sitting in this circle, we are sitting in this sacred space and this circle of women and we have made kind of a vow to ourselves to be radically honest and vulnerable with ourselves in this moment, from that place, if you were going to feel into your sexual expression, like your, your sexual expression. And if you were going to feel into one to 10, I know I'm making this very linear and it's so not that, but this just is something to help us reflect one to 10, 10 being, I have reclaimed every aspect of my sexuality. I I have fully gone into the dark i have no shame around any of my sexual fantasies i have nothing hidden i don't feel any trump i'm so good with my body i'm good with my vagina i'm good with my breasts i'm good with my thighs i'm good right so it's also about body sexuality is also very much about body I have a deep, strong connection to my lower chakras. Sexuality is held in our lower chakras, right? My first chakra, second chakra feels really good alive. My womb is alive. It's awake, right? I am able to experience pleasure in my body. This is a 10, so I'm giving us what a 10 is, right? I can experience pleasure in my body just like that, right? I, I have a pleasure switch and I'm I, I I'm able to receive able to receive and i'm able to open to pleasure able to experience that that's a 10 right so a 10 is up fully like fully alive fully expressing and a one on the spectrum is um i have i have completely switched off all of my sexuality and now sexuality doesn't mean that you're expressing it via having sex with another being your sexuality can be expressed in a creative artistic way your sexuality can be expressed in the way that you breathe air or the way that you walk through the woods so this has nothing to do with the physical expression of it or how it manifests in the world Um, and so just because you're maybe celibate doesn't mean that you have not fully reclaimed your sexuality. Let's get very, very clear on that, right? Like there are some of the most mystical nuns who took vows of celibacy who were incredibly sexual women, like fully alive, fully awake to their sexuality. They just weren't sleeping with anybody, right? But it doesn't mean that they weren't fully alive and fully awake to it. Um, and so on that scale of, of one to 10, you know, one being like, I just can't go anywhere near that. I, I that is shut off in me. You know, I've, I I've shut off from like third chakra down or second chakra down or so on a scale of one to 10, just where would you say in this moment, I know this is super linear, but I've just, I would love for us to share. I think sharing, I know sharing. It's not, I think I know that sharing is such a gift to all of us it is such a gift to all of us um, when we can witness other when we can witness other and when we can see so if you feel to if you're here on the live or um <laughs> who are the nuns like where is that nunnery <laughs> i want to get in on that nunnery um so i'm just reading I'm just going to read off some of these numbers and thank you so much women for being just real, being honest, being, and and this is also just about self. So just getting real with self, like what's your number in this moment? What's, what's your number? Um, three, 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 four, six, three, six, two, seven, seven, um, four. Uh, oh women. Thank you all so much. Um, Maria, I love that. I was about to say six, but I keep getting a three. (laughs) Um, Wow, uh, four, five, four, um, six, five. This is such, uh, such beautiful. Um, Just really honoring and really witnessing all of your shares, really witnessing what it takes to go in and to feel... Um, and the beautiful part, so this is kind of the beautiful part. Like if, if it was like a three or four, even if it was a six, a seven, if it was a two, if it's a one, the beautiful part is to go, okay, there's that much more. And what would life be like when that much more is available to me? Get like even if you're seven, right, Like, all right, there's, there's that much more. There's that much more for me to explore in myself. There's that much more to open to, to awaken to, to experience, to reclaim, to remember, uh, whatever words are kind of bubbling up for you. There's, there's that much more. And so instead of it feeling like Paul, this is horrendous the nuns were a seven and i'm a three (laughs) like no like how good is this this is this is amazing this is amazing imagine what sex will be like then what creativity will be like then what simply breathing and being alive will be like then our sexual Let me just get the words right for this. Oh, it's so funny because there are so many um, words that will bring us into something. Um, sex is just, it's like, it's like, you know, it's so loaded. It's so loaded um, we have so many ties and like things and triggers and da, 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 da. Laura Ashley, what's your number? I would say a seven, that was the number in my head when I first asked the question, uh, when I was just really feeling, and I would say, I would say a seven. There's a story that I would love to share. Um, So, um, Laura Ashley, thank you for this. Uh, I felt this story when I was starting to prepare for this live. And Mary, I'm not talking about having an orgasm. Um, necessarily, although that can be a part of it, but I'm definitely not talking about having, um, I'm definitely not talking about having orgasms, um, specifically. So here's a story about the reclamation of the darker sides of our sexuality. And I'm sharing this story because it highlights a million different things. And so I'm going to invite you to comment and to share and to, um, Weave in whatever you feel to weave in as I kind of share this story. I'm also going to invite you to relate it to yourself. So I'm going to invite you to allow it to take you where it takes you and allow whatever to arise, arise within you. I'm actually going to poke at one thing first (laughs) as a gift. I know, I know, like a shadow poking gift, you know, it's like me with the little hot poker or the flashlight. And I'm, I've am i just walked into your basement, you know, like the basement of your being with my, it's not even a flashlight. I mean, this is like a, a spotlight, like a gigantic spotlight and I've got it on high beam. And I've just walked into your basement. Of you know your underworld, your shadow world, and I've just turned the light switch on, and it's just illuminated the dragons in the corner. So just imagine, right? I'm in the basement of your being, and this is my gift to you, like happy birthday. Um, I'm gonna illuminate the dragons in the sex corner, and so you can just kind of imagine you're like, ah! like the sex dragons in the corner are fully illuminated. You know, this is like skeletons in the closet on crack, you know, like this is to the next thousandth degree as the light is shining on all of the skeletons in the closet on all of the dragons in the basement. And so your dragons are lit up and I'm in that spotlight, loving your dragons in a way that you're not capable of because they're too personal. They're, they're too personal. It's really hard for us to love our own dragons. It's really hard for us to love our own dragons, but other people can easily love our own dragons. Other people sometimes even think our dragons are funny. They're like, wow, that's a thing. Like, why are you embarrassed of, of that sexual desire? That's, that's fucking awesome. And you're like, ah, no, I don't wanna have that one. I don't wanna have that one. Please don't. Please don't let that be the thing that turns me on. Please don't let that be the thing that I, love that I, but that just is what I crave. And I please, I'm so embarrassed that I love that. Right. And so sometimes it's so hard for us, but I'm, I'm in the basement full love, full acceptance, right? I'm kind of standing in like Pluto. So for those of you who've worked with Pluto energy or Hades energy, it's part of his gift. It's part of his gift. Like part of the divine masculine's gift is can love the feminine aspects, the like desire aspects of us that we can't yet love. Like we have a hard time loving. We have shame around them. We have fear around them. We have pain around them. We have embarrassment around them. And, and part of the gift of, of the divine masculine, this aspect of the divine masculine is, is loving them when you can't, right? Loving them when you can. And so just, just imagine, you know, this light is shining on your demons and this is like love light, it's it's love light. And it's also just this like making things not so fucking intense and serious, you know? Like, so it's this love light, but it's also just lighten up, like lighten up. Yeah, you like to be tied up, who cares? lighten up about that thing. Like, yeah, you like the the dog watching while the bird flies over and there's two men and a strap-on. Who cares? Like there's there so I'm saying all of this because all of it is fucking welcome. Get the shit out of the basement. Get the shit out of the corner. Get it out of hiding. Do you know how much energy it takes to keep the basement door shut, how much energy you have to expend to keep a lid on it, to keep it locked away, to keep it hidden. It takes a lot of life force, a lot of energy, on a daily basis, on a moment to moment basis, to keep it locked away, to keep it hidden. It takes a lot. Now imagine how much more life force energy you've got if you're not working hard to keep the lid on the basement, to keep the door shut. All right. So I'm in the basement. I'm shining this monstrous love light, lighten up light, love light, total acceptance, no judgment on the, I was going to say demons in the basement. We can say demons, right? We all know that I'm not talking in some, we're fine with that. I've just determined we're fine with that. The dragons, the demons, the skeletons, whatever we want to call in the basement. And they're just lit up. They're 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 lit up. Now feel into what got lit up. Like what is it? Which what's what's the one that got lit up? And you don't have to share this. If you feel to share it, share it, sister. Like, we are in safe space. That's not going anywhere other than our Facebook group. I'm not going to read those comments out loud. That is that is totally up to you but feel and get, just be like, okay, like, wow, this is my thing. (laughs) This is, this is the thing in the basement that Sabrina is shining a light on. And I want to fucking kill her for it because I am pissed off. I do not want anyone to see that. I do not want anyone to know that thing. I am totally embarrassed. I'm totally ashamed of that thing. And now your homework, your homework is to go tell your best girlfriend about it or your lover, someone you can trust. That's your homework. Your homework is to do it and to do it playfully, do it playfully. Like, Hey buddy. Um, that's what I call one of my best friends, buddy. Hey buddy. Um, can we just share like our deepest, darkest sexual fantasies? This, you know, this crazy fucking bitch and rewilding has told me that like some of the best homework that I can do for the reclamation of the dark, sexual aspects of myself is to actually talk about it, is to bring it up to the surface and to do it in a lighthearted kind of a way. So can we just share like our deepest, darkest sexual fantasies with each other? And I promise I'm gonna hold space and totally like be in reverence to them, whatever, however weird it might be. I, I, I And if you could just hold that space for me, that would be amazing. And I am telling you the amount of freedom that comes when we can do that is, Astronomically huge astronomical even if even if you never act that thing out it 's not always about acting them out and in fact, a lot of times it 's not about acting them out here 's a secret someone told me once um, and it 's our deepest fantasy, our darkest fantasy, our most hidden sexual desire is linked to our relationship to the divine. It's a symbolic link to our relationship to the divine. And when that was shared with me, that hit me like a ton of bricks because what I crave sexually is exactly what I crave spiritually. What lights me up sexually is exactly what lights me up spiritually. The way that I crave sex is the way that I crave God or the divine. Like the way... And so feel almost into the liberating aspect that that is. That what if it's not even about sex? What if... That's just a doorway, an avenue, a thing that allows you to see something deeper, bigger, um, vaster, wider, more expansive. What, What if? And so substitute the sexual fantasy and make it a spiritual fantasy. So just make it Bianca holy this hit deep <laughs> just make it like you're craving so I'll, I'll bring it home in my example so I promised I'd share like a, a total story about this and you can also have that conversation so as your homework I mean I never assign homework right but it's just an option a way to go deeper in this so in that homework where you're having the conversation Talk this through as well. So share this as well, and put the links together as well. So you're, you're talking like this is my, my sexual fantasy, and how that would translate into my relationship to the divine is. Da-da-da-da. And you might be right. You might be. Who, there is no right or wrong. You just talk, and or journal. You might journal if you're like, I'm not talking this yet. I'm not ready for that. Um, let me just let me journal it. And so you just, you just write it and you write out, okay, um, yeah. And you can share it. Like if anyone feels to share anything in our Facebook community this week, you are so very welcome to, we're going to start, um, holding space in our group a little bit deeper, um, a little bit more around like themes of each week. I'll talk more about that at the end. I want to keep us in this energy. um, um. I'm just going to read this comment. Wow, I've been in life's workshop with this over the past two years. Um, wow, you blew my mind with that. That shifts a lot, takes a lot of weight out of the demon. Yes! Um, Ella, freaking out a bit. I see you, sister. I'm wrapping like super ton of love around you. Okay, so now I feel like that we've sort of been able to shine a light on self now it feels like going into the story will be even more useful or more powerful or give you even more insights so this was five years ago no four five i have no idea a couple years ago while ago and um i could feel this pull toward the expression of a really deep fantasy, like my lifelong sexual fantasy. The one that started when I was young, like three. <laughs> I was like the little kid in the high chair masturbating at three. Yeah, I was that. I was that kid. I think I learned to hide it really quickly, but I was definitely that kid. This is figured it out really early on. Um, I don't know if I had this particular fantasy at three, but it started really young. Um, and so this kept resurfacing and resurfacing and resurfacing and resurfacing and kind of got to like a breaking point in my life five years ago or six years ago. And I was at a breaking point in my life and, oh God, I I want to be really, really vulnerable. Um, I think that's going to be the best way to share this story. So there's a shift that happens in my heart, um, when it starts to be about, something personal in my life. So, um, yeah, we're going to go into it just being totally raw and totally open and totally real. Um, yeah, fuck man. (laughs) Um, uh, it's so funny to not use names or, um, because I'm such a personal person like that and I just want you all to know everything because I think it might help. So I'm gonna really try to not use names. but And I love all of your hearts and I can feel um, our circle just being super um, beautiful and super supportive around this. So a couple years ago, I was in a relationship and there was a sexual expression that my I had to have. It was a part of my awakening. It was a part of what I needed to experience. And like I had to express this. I had to explore this. It was a part of my seeking path. And it was not just about, oh, Sabrina needs to go and be super slutty. It was, it was Sabrina needs to go and be full. Like Sabrina needs to open up this flavor of Shakti in herself, this aspect of the feminine in herself, this aspect Um, of deep feminine surrender, deep, 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 deep feminine surrender. And it was one of the, I talk about all the flavors of Shakti, right? Like the dark goddess and the medicine woman and the lovers. And you think about the lovers and the sexual expression of the feminine, and it's a whole um, plethora, like a whole rainbow of expressions. And there was like this one flavor. It was like the violet flavor. (laughs) We'll call it violet. It's like the violet flavor of sexuality that was a really huge part of my whole, my whole journey, just as to who I am, my spiritual journey, and this is where linking the spiritual to our sexual cravings is really powerful. This was a huge part of it for me. So I'm in a relationship and within this relationship, this particular flavor of expression is not, hmm, is frowned upon is frowned upon. So this particular flavor is also a very, so it's an uncomfortable flavor for me. It's one that I was ready to start to reclaim and to start to remember, right? And that calling got so strong that I ha- it, it's gotta happen. It's got, this is a part of who I am and what I'm here to do and this has to happen. And if it happens in this relationship, that's beautiful and I'm I'm in, that's great. And if it can't happen in this relationship, I, 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 this is part of me and I'm not saying that this is everybody's path. This is just my own path. And so within the relationship, if I'm in this flavor of the feminine, it's a very, very feminine aspect. It's like total surrendered feminine, right? It's like total surrendered. It's like splayed open total surrendered feminine. So if I'm in that aspect, it's, it's an extreme feminine sexual expression. It's an extreme feminine expression. And if I'm in that, it polarizes the masculine into an extreme aspect of masculine, an extreme aspect of masculine where there's often a lot of distortion in that extreme aspect of masculine. Um, a masculine who can hold that extreme of the masculine has to have done a lot of cleaning and clarifying around power. All right, around power, around dark masculine, because it's a dark masculine aspect. It's Pluto. It's basically like pl- pl- Pluto energy, Hades, god of the underworld. You know, like, and and so we talk about having a clean dark goddess sword and how much work is required to to wield a clean dark goddess sword to be dark goddess cleanly without jagged edges, without wounds, without shitty little bits, without, it's the same for the masculine. It's the exact same for the masculine. And so basically what I was asking for was, was a very powerful, very clean and very healthy, dark masculine to to take me, like take me motherfucker, like claim me, take me. And, And not in all areas of my life, but I needed to fucking experience it. Like I had to experience that. And, um, and it, and, and so anyways, how the whole of this beautiful, amazing world works is that was not happening in, in my relationship. It was just not, it was just not happening. Um, and so that relationship ended and, this is the beauty of how the world works, right? Is that ends and you don't even know you're calling it in, but you're calling it in. You know, like you don't even know there's a part of your soul that is calling, it's calling him in, calling her in, calling like that polar, that aspect, calling him in. And oh man, I did nothing, right? Just man comes like roaring into my life. Um, I did nothing. I wasn't dating. I wasn't on like Tinder. I did nothing. I literally just came flying into my life and and this expression happens. This expression happens. And I'm aware of this expression because I've done so much archetypal work, I've done so much goddess work, I've done so much feminine reclamation work, so much masculine reclamation work, so much inner union marriage. You know, like Mars and Venus are all good, Persephone Pluto, but it was like this one thread um, that I just, I just had to get to. And what happens is, I want to share this. What happens is that thread opens up in me, and. even though I was incredibly conscious of this. And, you know, that's something that I think I, I, I'm gifted with simply because of the nature of my work and the nature of my life. I'm gifted to have so many tools and to be so conscious and to have so many frameworks. But here's the, here's the kicker, and this is what I really want to share with you, is even though I knew what was going on, it sent me into terror and panic and shame and guilt and embarrassment. Weeks and weeks of absolute on the floor, guttural wailing, embarrassed. Imba- I mean, it was like coming out of the closet. And I've, I've, I don't have that experience and I am certainly not, um, trying to compare myself. I know those experiences and those, um, those challenges are are incredibly, um, profound and incredibly different. But, but for me, um, I remember going to, and now, And I have all of these tools in my toolbox. I know what's going, I have done lots of shadow work. I've done lots of reclamation work at this point, but this was like the one, like the thing. And, um, I remember going into my chiropractor at the time and he is this beautiful man, not, not really into the depths that we're into things, you know, holistic for sure. But you know, like not, not like Kundalini or, you know, archetypes or like shadow work all that much. And he feels my body and he like, what? is going on. I have just not even seen your hips this out of a line, all of this tension, all of these like wild, like trauma patterns coming up in my, in showing in my physical system. He's like, what, what, what are you doing? And I am wailing to this man, his name is Carl. I'm wailing, I'm like, Carl, (laughs) Carl. And do you know that movie Brokeback Mountain? right? The Brokeback Mountain with the cowboys. It's a beautiful movie. I fucking love that movie and how tortured Heath Ledger was in that movie, how tortured, like tortured he was when he had to own this aspect of himself, just tortured. And so I'm in there and I'm like, Carl, do you know the movie Brokeback Mountain, Carl? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know that movie. And I'm like. I'm the gay cowboy. I'm the gay cowboy, Carl. I'm I'm Heath Ledger. I'm the gay I'm the gay cowboy. I'm the gay cowboy. And Carl's kind of like So you're going through some sexual things then. <laughs> yeah. Carl, I'm the gay cowboy! I'm so embarrassed. I'm so shameful. I can't believe this is me. I don't want to be the gay cowboy. I don't want to be this. I hate being this. I don't want to be this. (laughs) So, are you gay? (laughs) That was Carl's question. Valid question. Very valid question. I look at him like he's an idiot. No, Carl, I'm not gay, but I'm the gay cowboy, I'm not, that's worse, this is worse than being gay. And of course I'm a drama queen, right, like this dra- dramatic event, this is way worse. And, and that was legitimately my experience of that. Um, of the reclamation of what for me was the deepest most forbidden aspect of my sexuality it was the most hidden it was the darkest it was the one that i was so embarrassed to tell anyone about so ashamed of telling anyone about Um, but the gift so there was a lot of gifts one of the gifts (laughs) rebecca god bless carl so yeah god bless carl i agree (laughs) and he he then asked me (laughs) He suggested that, um, I find someone to talk to bless <laughs> <That was laughs> Carly. like, do you have someone to talk to Sabrina? I was like, I have a lot of friends, Carl. I have a lot of friends. I'm okay. It's just can You fix my body. So a couple of things in here. One was that man who came into my life was able to love aspects of me that I was so terrified of, and I was so ashamed of, and I was so embarrassed of, but for him to be in absolute reverence, reverence to those aspects of me and hold just love and also hold compassion and love around everything that that brought up in me, everything that that brought up in me, um, in the reclamation of that. But to, through my tantrums, through my emotions, through my da-da-da-da-da, like everything that was going on for me, like this beautiful, amazing masculine gift to almost like pierce right through that with love, with love and reverence, like love and reverence to pierce through all of my shit, which is all valid, by the way. So all of those, that all needed to happen. That's just clearing, that's just releasing. So if if that's happened to you before or does happen to you in the future, there's nothing wrong with any of that, right? It's part of it. But part of the masculine gift is is to pierce through that with love and reverence to the part that you are having a hell of a time loving, the part that you are having a hell of a time accepting, right? And so they love it up, like love it up, like accept it up. And that's why I offered that little visualization, that little practice of, you know, me going into the basement. I have a really great divine masculine, by the way. I love being Shiva. And I have a lot of practice with it. I'm probably better than most men at being Shiva, and so that's why it was me and not someone else. Because I think I'm pretty good with the spotlight. Um, so I'm, you know, like that practice of me in the basement with the spotlight, shining the light with like love, love, you know, love, in those places, and an absolute like reverence to that desire, that craving, that vision, that fantasy, that whatever that thing is that you can't love, like let let me love it, you know, let me love it. Let let, let the circle love it, let me love it, let the divine masculine love it, whoever. you Let, let the light love it, let the spotlight, the love light love it. Um, it doesn't always have to come through a person. You know, like for me, that experience came through another human being gifted me that, but it doesn't have to come through another person by any means. By any means. That's just how what my experience of it was. Um, um I'm just I just want to read this comment because I think it's so beautiful. Tears because I recognize the time I've tested men um then push them away. Um, um let me feel what else will serve in this moment. I know we've only got a few minutes left together. Um, hmm. Okay. So when we, by the way, that reclamation piece that I did, if I were to associate that with an archetypal energy or an archetypal union, it would be Pluto-Persephone. That particular aspect for me would be Pluto-Persephone. So for anyone who has that um, claim, like to be claimed desire, or um, yeah, like to be claimed, to be taken, desire that's pluto persephone that can be a doorway in is through the pluto persephone energies through the archetypal energies um, of of those two in particular um it's almost like it's so funny because i want to just get into uh everyone's own in like unique fantasy. Like what is, what is the thing? Like what is the hidden one? And I want I want to go into that. So I'm just going to give us that space. I'm, I'm not going to, um, read anything out. I'm not going to go into anything necessarily, but what I really want to give us is this space of, of, of what is that? What is one? Just, just one. You know, like for me, it was ever since I was a young girl, it was tie me up, like tie me up, pin me down, take me, you know, like, like take me, claim me, You know, like, and if you want to spiritualize it, it's literally like, fuck me open to God, take me into places that I can't take myself, you know, push me into places that I can't take myself. And I think this might help too, is if I spin it around. And so how my, a big part of my spiritual journey or practice, or, or if I wanna link my sexuality to my journey, is, 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 is literally, God let me be your hands in the world. L- like, thy will, not my will. Can you feel that? Thy will, not my will. Um, these are my prayers, these are my prayers every day. Like, let me be your hands in the world. Thy will, not my will. Um, where are you asking me to go? Um, how can I best serve the moment? If love were to flow through me how would it flow through me if God were if, if God were to flow through me or the divine were to flow through me how would it serve this moment how would I act how would I be how would I move what were the what would be the words that come through my mouth can you see that it's it's literally like my sexual desire of wanting to be claimed is my spiritual desire of, of wanting to be claimed of, of wanting can you feel that for me we don't all have the same one we don't all have that same relationship. We definitely do not all have that same relationship. But for me, that is how it translated. That is how it translated for me. Now for some of us, it'll be the flip side. So that's very much like the feminine. It's very much the feminine expression. So if we were just going to get like super simplistic about this, super simplistic about this, the feminine expression would be, would be that, like, I won't go into it more. The masculine expression is kind of what that man who showed up in my life was able to gift me with, which was, um, let me penetrate her open. Like instead of (laughs) it's the same shit. I know, this is crazy. I've never talked about this like this, so forgive me if it's like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and we're all in Gemini, right? So that's, I mean, we've all got a pass for communication anyways. It's just all over the place, changing rapidly. But it's all the same. It's, it's all the same. It's just how does it come in to us pretty much? And so if I were a masculine being, um, some of my fantasies would be to claim Like not to be claimed, but to claim, you know, to claim, to take. And there's a whole ton of other fantasies with a whole ton of other ways of of translating these. I'm making this super simple. So please don't think you're like, Serena, I don't fit into either of these categories. That's beautiful. And that's fine. We are rainbow sheep. We are not black and white. We are not masculine and feminine. We are fucking rainbow sheep. We are the whole of everything. And so I'm just doing this to try to make it super simple for us. Um, And that's why we all have homework to do. Oh, wow. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, if you ever are called to be with us live during the creation, the co-creation of these episodes, come join us in the Facebook group. If you're called to go deeper, if you're called to dive in underneath the surface, go into shamanic tantric archetypal practices that get into these deeper realms, these more hidden realms, feel free to check out the online sexual healing and awakening retreat. It's an amazing retreat. I um, (laughs) I was just about to share a very personal experience around the creation of that retreat, Um, but I will leave that for another episode. It was a really deep and very personal experience for me as it was kind of being created through me Um, of course I'm in all of the energetics around it, but boy, oh boy, did I get fired up (laughs) during it around the distortion of sexuality in, in our collective, in our society, in our beings and just how much it hurts, just really feeling into that collective pain. Um, it prompted us to, prompted me to find a charity for us to support that really, um, goes into and and does like the the hands-on work around supporting women who've been sexually abused and children um, who've been sexually abused. So that program, 10% of all sales goes to a charity called Love 146, um, which is dedicated to sexual trafficking, um, sexual abuse, and just supporting it and helping to bring it to an end. Um, So yeah, I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that. If you're called to do that, you can find that on our website along with the link to join us in the Facebook group. If you feel to, it's just rewildingforwomen.com. So I will see you where I see you, when I see you and how I see you. It's an absolute honor to be here with you in this way. It's you um, who makes this possible. Uh, We wouldn't be here if, you weren't here as well so huge gratitude to you and huge love to you